Did your narcissist ever say, I love you, but I don't think I'm in love with you? I love you, I'm just, I'm not feeling anymore. This isn't something that actually works for me. I don't have those feelings. I don't have that connection anymore. I'm just, I'm just not in love with you. Did the person in your life ever say that to you? If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I run Raw Motivations, and I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. Provide awareness for a lot of people about narcissism, what narcissism is, how it's affected my life, how it's destroyed my relationships, how it's destroyed my friendships, how it's destroyed a lot of people's lives out there, and how it wreaks havoc in families across the globe. Narcissism is a real thing, and a lot of people don't understand it, and a lot of people don't know how much it actually exists and how prevalent it is in our culture on a day-to-day basis. So I'm on this channel to provide that awareness about narcissism, to share my story, to share what I've learned, to share step-by-step of what's going on in my life, but then also how to be able to help people work away from narcissism, to get out of that abusive relationship. And I help people with awareness, growth, healing, and change. Those are like my four taglines in one sense that I have. How that comes out on a day-to-day basis is I work with people in one-on-one every single day. I'm trying to help coach people to get out of those relationships to find that healing, to find that growth, to find that change. And I work with people specifically with the trauma bond. So the idea of I'm broken up with the narcissist or I'm with the narcissist and I keep going back. Like I know it's a toxic relationship, but I still want to interact with them. I still want to be with them. I still want to love them. I still want to care for them, whatever it might be. And so a lot of times we'll have to sit down, we'll have to kind of go through the relationship, how to understand it, and then we'll have to break it down with what are you feeling about it? What's the emotions about it? And what's the story That's actually running through your head. What's the thought that's going through your head that keeps pulling you back every single time? If you guys don't know, a lot of times when people are in an abusive relationship, especially like domestic violence, a lot of times it takes people up to seven times to leave that person. I know countless people that I've talked to or that I've engaged with over the the period of time that I've been doing this that it's taken them multiple times or more than seven times to actually get out of that relationship because the addictive nature is such a pull back to that person. So I work with people to break the trauma bond, to acknowledge the facts and the truth about the situation, and then to get to that detox phase because you're really detoxing from an addictive nature, from an addictive person that's put you in addictive mode and so you detox and you start to feel the withdrawal symptoms physically mentally emotionally spiritually whatever you start to feel those and you're like i'm not sure what to do this must be my fault and you want to go back or a lot of times people do go back if they don't get through that stage as we walk through the stage then we start to get to a place of like clarity and vision and in doing this, that's the idea of like getting that truth, but getting that forward look of what's the habits that I need to put in my life. What are the positive triggers that I need to place in my life to help my growth, healing, and change? And how am I going to do that on a day-to-day basis? That's a snapshot of me like working with people. Another thing I wanted to announce real quick is the NARC app. If you haven't had a chance, download it off of Google Play, off Apple Store. Um, it's got an awesome information on there. We've got a lot of different tools and things that are coming up with it, but also different courses that are getting dropped almost every month. So we just had a new one drop recently by Bree. She runs Abuse is Abuse and she just dropped a boundaries course. An incredible job, incredible work on that's being done with that to define what are boundaries? What do they look like? What are some examples of it? How do you implement boundaries? If you're confused or have any questions about that, we'd love to have you engage with that course. We're also doing exclusive Monday Night Lives 
with that app where people can log in, be able to watch. And if you're on the, the second tier, the premium supporter, be able to interact with it as well. We're also doing monthly Zoom calls for that premium supporter group that's able to be able to be like a webinar and also coaching. Also going to be interaction and just a chance for people to build community as well. So if you're interested in that, check out the NARC app. We'd love to have you engage with that community and be involved in other people's healing, growth, and change in that aspect. So anyways, like I said, did your narcissist ever say, like, I love you, but I'm just not in love? I had a conversation recently with someone that they got on the got on the call and they were just like, I'm just done. Like, I don't want to be with my wife anymore. And the person I was talking to was a narcissist. There's someone that said to me, you know, I love her, but I'm not in love with her. Now, I had to kind of call it out pretty quick because I was like, you said you're in love. You said you love her, but your actions don't, don't demonstrate that love. You can't really tell me that you love that person when you've been cheating on them. You can't really tell me you love that person when you're devaluing them and discarding them. And it kind of like took them back. So I was like, let's just be real. Like, this is what it is. It's not love if you're not treating them with honor and respect at all. But they use that phrase, but I'm not in love with them. And from that, from the perspective of the narcissist, when it comes to the fact of like not being in love with that person... A lot of times it's that high, that like love bombing stage, that stage of like, oh my gosh, this person is like the best person or this person is getting me what I need. This person is fulfilling the thoughts and desires that I think that I want because narcissism is about that. It's about the narcissist. It's never about the other person. It's about the narcissist. So if that person is supplying them with good supply, if that person is giving them what they want or what they need in that moment, then they're going to be like, this is great because I'm getting what I want. But as soon as that starts to fade, as soon as the other person starts to see that mass slip or who the narcissist is actually underneath, they're like, wait a second, I don't want this. The narcissist is like, wait a second, like I'm not in love with you. I'm like, this isn't working out. The person I was talking to, they're like, you know, this is, you know, what I want. And I'm not getting, I'm not getting my needs met. This person isn't helping me. We're not connecting. Like she's not loving me. I'm not getting what I want. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a two-year-old. You don't get what you want, so you're going to you know, just take your toys and go play with someone else. And that's exactly what's going to happen. The thing that I told him is like, hey, if you do that, that's on you. But going to another relationship isn't going to fix you anytime, ever. With that, narcissists a lot of times will say that they're not in love with someone just to be an excuse to walk out. You know, I just don't feel it anymore. This just isn't, we're just not connected. I don't love you, blah, blah, blah. They'll use that for the sole reason just to have an excuse to walk out the door. Oftentimes the people that are using this excuse to walk out the door are not just leaving a relationship. Oftentimes they're leaving a marriage. Oftentimes they're leaving a family. Oftentimes leaving kids. And they're making that choice of going off of a feeling, saying I'm not in love anymore, to walk out the door and try to feel justified about the decision that they're making. A lot of times they're looking for the reason just to be able to get out, be able to justify whatever it might be. Because at the end of the day, they don't want to hurt. They don't want to feel the guilt of leaving. They don't want to feel the shame of, I gave up. Because in reality, that's what they're doing. A be with someone that it gets bad, it gets hard, that's normal. A lot of times you'll have 
interactions, you'll have discussions, you'll have fights in a normal relationship. But at the end of the day, you still are on the same common ground of, hey, we're committed and we're working through this together. Narcissist doesn't come into that state of having that committed sense. They don't come into that state saying like, hey, we're going to work on it together. They come into that being like, hey, why aren't you doing this for me? Why aren't you serving me? Why aren't you loving me? Why aren't you honoring me when they're not reciprocating it at all? So oftentimes you'll see a narcissist use some phrases like this of, I love you. I'm just not in love with you to be able to walk out the door and be able to justify why they're giving up, to be able to justify why they're leaving you. Oftentimes, like I said, they use it for that sole purpose. Other times when they're looking at it, the idea of like being in love seems way out there. It seems like a fantasy. You see, one of the aspects that's defined in the DSM-5 about narcissism is the fantasy of looking for something. It could be multiple different things, but one of the things on there is the idea of ideal love. And it's almost like taking like your, your fantasy of maybe a movie or a, a vision or a, a, another relationship that they look at and they're like, I want that. And they start to seek after that. They try to make you look like someone else. They try to conform you to what they think you should be like. They try to say, this is how we should do this. Or, hey, you need to do it this way. And they try to mold you to a mold that they're looking for. This is why a lot of narcissists like or enjoy getting with younger people. Because younger people oftentimes don't have as much life experience. Sometimes they might be naive. And the narcissist thinks, hey, if I can get with this younger person, this is my chance. This is my chance to be able to mold and develop them into the perfect person for me. Not the perfect person, but the perfect person for me. Because the narcissist has that thought process of it goes back to themselves. It goes back to what they want. So maybe they can mold and develop someone to be the right supply, to be the right person that's going to fulfill all their needs, no questions asked, and is going to basically serve them. So when a narcissist is looking there for love, they're looking, they're seeing other people interact, they're seeing other, other couples, they're seeing movies, they're seeing like, hey, this is what it is. Maybe I can get this person to be like this. Maybe I can mold this person to be how I want them to be. And they're searching for this fantasy of ideal love. The problem is when they come into that relationship, they don't work on themselves. And they don't work on their own triggers and their own problems. And so as a result, they come into that relationship saying, hey, I'm going to make this perfect. But they're bringing in their imperfections. And the problem is they're not willing to acknowledge them. I know countless people that I've talked to that they've gotten to therapy and they've worked on themselves for the narcissist because the narcissist said, you have the problem. It's your fault. And as they continue to work on themselves and grow, they start to realize like these problems actually aren't mine. And that's what happens when the narcissist comes into that relationship, but they're unwilling to acknowledge and to work through the shit that's inside them. And that's why I mentioned that one person that said, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And then they go out to be with someone else. You'll never solve your own issues by being with someone else. You'll never solve your own issues by trying to solve that with the next relationship. So if you're seeing some of this in your life or in your relationship, it might be a good opportunity to reach out and try to get some other advice. Try to get some help. Get into therapy. It's not a bad thing. Therapy is awesome for anybody on any level because it's you trying to take a look at who you are and how can you better yourself. Anyways, that's all I got. Thanks. Thanks. 
Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule a one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. We'd love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.